Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is. It's Monday. You know what that means. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and I'm in complete limbo. And here's my (laughs) lovely sidekick. Miss Roya Mosinian. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Stephen? Oh, I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. <laughs> I, I can't be better. You're in complete limbo. I'm in complete limbo. I'm just like uh, stuck in between worlds and I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Well, at least it's starting to be spring here. So that's, that's nice. That's right. That's right. Right. It's very. Uh, it's it's starting to have uh, good weather. Um, yes. Anyway, yeah. So that lightens um, things up. Yeah, of course. So how <laughs> was your uh, how was your weekend? Um. Yeah, it was fine. I don't even remember at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like years ago. That's Why right. is that? I know. I so know. yeah, it was good. How about you? How was your Shabbat? Oh, it was fabulous. Another fabulous Shabbat at the bank. <laughs> at the bank. You went back to the bank. Yeah, I actually <laughs> went uh, a little shopping, and I bought myself uh-huh. a little alarm clock that I can stick on the uh, – the, so, now, so now it looks a little a little more homey. I may put some pictures up. Maybe I should get a picture of you and, uh, <laughs> and, and hang it up. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it, was, it was very good. It was very, uh, very, uh, very spiritual. That's nice. Yeah, we need to decorate. I feel like you need some decor. Yeah. If you're going to keep going there. We need well, to fix of course. That nice for you. Of course. I have to tell you that since I've been going there, amazing things have been happening. Right. Well, that's what happens. That's right. And uh, amazing people are coming into my life, special people. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so uh, we can get into that, into that a little later. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just. It's, I'm, I'm not you. really. I'm not really myself because I'm. I'm staring at. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I should ask her what's your name. Uh, I have a cleaning woman here. Who's the right cleaning woman. I, I should. I should ask her what her name is. See if she wants to say hello and say hello to work. <laughs> right. Why well, don't we, why don't we say first? Let's see who's listening. Uh, I'll okay. On the check. Is anyone listening? No, we have no listeners. Outstanding. <laughs> Come on, the cleaning Jamar. woman. My producer. Yeah, she's the, listening. The cleaning woman's listening. We know. That's that. right. That's right. right. We have no listener, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Uh, I can't say let's say hello to our listeners because I don't see anybody. Oh, here we go. We have the United States of China, Canada. Mm. Oh, Indonesia. Oh. Oh, and Ooh, Israel, of course, is always listening. I love that. Excellent. Should we say hello to her? Excellent. Yeah. Let's bring her on the show. Well, we've mentioned her before about right. um, her cleaning around your mother as your mother's sipping her coffee. So we should That's bring right. her over. Let's That's add right. her in. Let's get her, her perspective. Name, Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am. Come over here, please. Real quick. I'm on the radio. You want to say hello to the world? What is your name? Day? What? Zay? Okay, you want to say hello? Look, oh, uh, we've got uh, United States, much. Canada, Indonesia is listening. <laughs> Israel, come and say hello. You're Go too ahead. much. The dog is barking. The cleaning Hi, woman's coming over. 
Oh, wait, wait, hold on, Roy. She's talking. Hold on. That's, oh, that's okay. a, how long have you been doing this job? Speaking the, speaking the mic. Eight months. Eight months. Can I ask you something personal? Um, how much do you hate coming and cleaning my mother's house? <laughs> <laughs> Not that much, but she does hate my mother. Very good. It's a comedy show. Don't worry about it. All right. Thank you, Zay. You're the best. Not that much. Only a little bit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God bless you, Zay. We love you. Oh, at least she's honest. Yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> also, maybe the listeners enjoy that. Now I feel good. Now I feel now I feel relaxed. Now I feel more myself. <laughs> right, right. And now she knows what you're doing. You're not just sitting there talking to yourself into a microphone. That's right. I can't wait to, <laughs> to listen to that. All right. Uh, anyway, so we do have a great show. Listen, we're going to change up the show a little bit. Towards okay. the end of the show, I'm mm-hmm. going to give a little Devar Torah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a Devar Torah is, Roya? I know you're Persian and a Gentile, but would you like to know? <laughs> Enlighten me. Yes, I do want to know. So a Devar Torah is where I share something from uh-huh. the Torah. And uh, bye. Bye-bye. She's saying goodbye. <laughs> All right. You too. I love you. <laughs> you got to send her the link to the show. <laughs> I will. Um, so a Devar Torah <laughs> is where uh, I share something for our Torah. And it's something, you know, it's something practical that can inspire people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, help them, give mm. them a little lift. And um, so because it's Pesach this week. Mm. OK. Uh, Wednesday night starts Pesach. And right. we talked about a little bit about last week. I'm going to be going off into my rabbi's house Wednesday night. So I'm a little nervous Wednesday to Saturday. That's a long oh, that's time. That's right. That's right. So I'm going to be living with my rabbi and his family. And uh, so anyway, I'm going to give a little to Torah. I had two very special people who gave me some good criticism. OK, mm-hmm. uh, it's called Musar. Now, in Hebrew, that means uh, they, it's giving you like a moral teaching. Okay. So one of these special people was a beautiful, beautiful lady who's, uh, who's in my life right now. And uh, <laughs> she's, she so said, intriguing. you know, it, it's intriguing, yes. I'm not going to mention her name, but she knew who she is. Um, okay. So Aww. she says, she's the reason why I'm so happy. <laughs> Wait, you mean it's not me that makes no. you so happy? <laughs> no, it's not you. <laughs> I like how it's just a flat out no. Okay. No. Uh, well, you know, I'm like Zay. She says she kind of hates my mother, so it's the same thing. <laughs> anyway, um, so she said to me, you know what, Stephen, uh-huh. you, you know, you should talk more about your Balchuva. You should, you should, you know, have this beautiful platform where uh-huh. you uh, are speaking to the people of the world, and you should share some Torah with them and okay. inspire people. So I, I took her advice, and this is going to be the first week that I'm going to try it. And then there was another friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, a guy who gave me his, his Musar was not as soft. He was just basically <laughs> saying to me, Stephen, you know, you don't always have to be the village idiot. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, you don't always have to be an idiot. Right. That's what he I, said I to just, me. I, I just had a feeling that's what he said. OK, that's what he said. He goes, you don't always mm-hmm. have to be an idiot. You know, you, you, you post all these beautiful things on Facebook. Why don't you share some stuff? You don't always have to be the guy telling the jokes. <laughs> And I was like, uh, but that's the name of the show. Lighten up. I'm, I'm supposed suppo- to be an idiot. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the idiot. But anyway, so so at the, towards the end of the show, I'm going to give a little okay. Devar and I'm going to try my best. Okay. So I hope everyone enjoys it. I'm going to try to tie it in with Passover. And uh, it's just uh, so I'll, I'll but whatever. Anyway. Right. Oh, so you wrote something. What? You wrote something like you wrote. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. Spiritual I'm kind a, of. OK. Yeah. All yeah, right. yeah. 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 All right. Um, well, also. We have new listeners. Oh, my God. Guess who's listening? Who? Trinidad and Tobago. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of those. Tobago? <laughs> is that like a toboggan? You know no, what? I think it's like, um, I think it's an, they're islands. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hello, Trinidad and Tobago. Excellent. Wow. How did they even find us? I love it. I don't know. Um, so do you have any – would you like to start off with this story, Roya? Because well, I, I know you did some homework because <laughs> I'm totally unprepared because – I because, did. Um, go ahead. No, well, give, give us one story, and then I, I have a funny story. I have to get – I have to look it back up, though. <laughs> give me one funny story. Oh, boy. <laughs> Um, all right, here's here's a good story. So uh, here's one. It's this is a um, a woman. It's here's the title of the story. You're gonna love this. This is one of these little like list things, kind of. Oh, it I says love this. Here, this 40 year old introvert makes two million dollars a year. Three things she always does to look and feel more confident. Now, okay. This is a woman who says she's an introvert, but when you read the article, she's not an introvert. <laughs> and so it says here, people are often shocked when I tell them that I'm an introvert, especially since my job involves involves a lot of socializing and relationship building. <laughs> okay. First of all, if you're an introvert, you're not socializing and you're definitely not building relationships. Right. This is already um, off to a strange start. Okay. Yeah. So she's like, we're shy. She's like, the misconceptions is we're shy. We don't like to socialize. We don't like to take risks. I'd say, yeah, that's right? an introvert. Right. Okay. But she goes, I've built a successful publicity business that generated over two million this past year. <laughs> so here are her. Here are her three reasons. Ready? Yep. She I can't goes, wait to one, hear this. She goes, one, I double down on my strengths. Introverts can be very self-critical, but rather than focusing on what I lack, I find confidence through my strengths. <laughs> so she just focuses on her strengths. Yeah, which most people do. What this has nothing to do with being an introvert. This no, article, nothing at all. It gets dumber and dumber as I go on. Don't worry. <laughs> Here's the second one. It says, I focus on quality over quantity. It says, I'm never going to be comfortable around hundreds of people at once. Well, who would be comfortable around hundreds of people? Who would be? Yeah, I mean, right. she's like, I like to be thoughtful with my responses, and I sometimes struggle with big, fast-moving groups. <laughs> Sounds like she has more of a problem than just being an introvert. But she's not even an introvert. That's the whole joke of this thing. I, I, you know, if you're building up a $2 million company and it's all right. about you building relationships and socializing, how can you be an introvert? How are you an introvert? It doesn't even – yeah, it doesn't add you, up. No, and here's the third one. It says, I limit activities that drain me. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> oh, that's that's really um, – I mean, that could be anything and everything. So basically you don't even have to work. This, it's she too says, draining. It is. She goes, you'll, see, you'll never see me on my laptop at a co-working space unless I'm there to socialize. What? What does that even mean? It, Co-working I don't know. space. What is I don't she? know. She goes, I need ample alone time to feel my best. I love working quietly from my apartment with no distractions. <laughs> who doesn't? Who, I don't know. who doesn't? Who, no, I need a 10 million distractions so I can concentrate better. Her name is, is she a Selena, millennial? Uh, her no, she's I don't know what is she. Her name is Selena <laughs> Sue. She's a publicity and marketing expert for entrepreneurs, but she's an introvert. It, <laughs> even the name is annoying. Selena Sue. Yeah. Selena Sue. Even that's annoying. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I it's love like, the list. Yeah. This this article was like a digital version of Cosmo. Like just stupid, <laughs> stupid, brainless. Like I'm dumber now of reading this. I'm, I'm dumber are. now. I'm dumber. Whole... And the whole world now is dumber because I just did this story. That's right. We're all dumber. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully we'll get smart enough. We'll get smarter when we come back to, after these messages, everybody. Thank you for listening.
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and hopefully we're a little bit smarter now. I'm sorry about that. Let's uh, please welcome the lovely Roya Mosinian. Roya, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Stephen? I'm excellent. And I just want to apologize to our listeners uh, for that stupid story I uh, <laughs> I mentioned. <laughs> we're, we're all dumber for having listened to it. That's right. Um, but it's all right, because that's well, what we're all about. That's right. Uh, so what, what would you like to, would you like to start off with something or? Sure, sure. Okay. Sure, come on. So I found this article. How, what would you do, Stephen, if you were, like, if you were on, like you, you were in your boat, like you chartered a boat, you and your family, <laughs> and you, your boat, uh, you know, got, t- took on water and you were yeah. stuck out in the Pacific Ocean. Oh my God, I would freak out. Right? Like, what would you do? Like, let's let's say you were there for 38 days. What? Would you survive? I, do I have any food with me? What's on the boat? No, everything's gone. Um, I would probably uh, murder my wife and serve her up <laughs> to, to the fishes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, for, I'm, 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 I'm divorced now. I can't say that. Uh, what would I do? Um Wow, I uh, 38 days I'm on a boat. First of all, I probably wouldn't rent a boat because I wouldn't want to be on the ocean. I get seasick. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, me too. I don't yep. know what I would do. I I would I would be like Tom Hanks in Castaway. I'd be like Wilson, Wilson. I'm sorry, Wilson. Come ah! save me. Would I have any like uh, athletic balls with me, like a football or a or a volleyball to, to no. make up a name, or even a tennis ball? He could be no, like a, no. he could be like Wilson the midget. You have nothing. You have, I have nothing. nothing. You have no food. You have no water. You I would have pray. You're I would just pray in the to, ocean, floating. I, I would pray to Hashem, and I would say, "Please, Hashem, why are you doing this to me? What? What's this purpose? What right. are you trying to correct in my soul?" And okay. he would say, "I'm trying to tell you that I hate you, and I'm going to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> That's actually that would be good. You, I guess you would. You would just pray, right? What else yeah. could you do? So, Nothing. yeah, I mean, like, I'm not a great swimmer. I mean, I love, like, the beach and the ocean and everything, but I'm not, like, a strong swimmer. You're so, not? We've no, done swimming no. before in a pool. I see you floating in the floaties. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I love to swim, and I grew up, you know, at the beach in the summers, and but I'm just not, like, a strong swimmer, you know? Okay. Like, I can't imagine 38 days in the ocean. But this family, I found this article. It says, family defied the odds surviving 38 days at sea by eating shark and drinking turtle's blood. So basically... <laughs> what? This... How are they catching a shark? I mean, this is real. <laughs> it making this up. <laughs> no, it's real. So basically, their, their ship their ship sank in the Pacific Ocean. They chartered um, they chartered this, this little boat. It wind up... It sank. And they... It was a family. A father and three kids. The whole family <laughs> was stuck they were going to cross they were basically going to cross the uh, ocean for 18 months but they wound up sinking sinking like really early on can you imagine they survive how did they kill sharks with what their bare hands so let's say they 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 set sail to the galapagos island let's say they were headed the ship was attacked okay so they they took on water and they um 
oh, they had an inflatable raft. So that's what so, they were on the inflatable yeah, yeah. raft. Yeah, yeah. So they did. They did have an inflatable raft. So they had like, um, you know, they had a few like supplies in there, and I guess one of the things was like a harpoon. So they would they harpooned and they ate they ate the shark, and that's how they lasted for thirty eight days. How do you kill a shark, even if you have a harpoon and you're like on a raft? I mean, they're so quick. I mean, this is unbelievable. unbelievable. And how did and how did they drink? They drank turtle blood. Yeah, oh, unbelievable, right? Well, I would I, w- I would love to see what they look like after thirty eight days. I know they're probably really skinny. <laughs> I'm sure. Th- yeah, my mother would love that. Oh, I would love to be trapped in the ocean so I can get skinny. I can use to lose about five pounds. I feel so fat. Even I, uh, if I was trapped in the ocean for 38 days, I would love it because I need to lose weight and I, I, need, and I, need, I need starvation. <laughs> so your mom, yeah, your mom would love this. Listen, your mom needs to charter a boat, try to sail around the world. And uh, yeah, she'll automatically lose weight. She'll capsize and lose five, 10 pounds. <laughs> capsize and she'll lose five ten pounds you know what's funny one time i swear my mother one time said so i um uh, at the time when i was married my wife she she was sick she got some virus and I, you know when you're sick and you have a virus you're throwing up uh whatever i guess she must have lost some weight i don't know my mother said to her right. oh you're wow you hydrated you, you, you're right right up, she's like you're... she goes did you did you lose weight and and because and 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 uh, my wife at the time goes uh <laughs> She goes, well, I've, I've had a virus. I've been sick. And I swear to God, my mother says to her, I'll never forget this. She goes, you know, I really could use a virus right now. I, I need to lose five pounds. I could use a virus right about now. That's what oh, she said. Mother. Living with an 80-year-old. Things an 80-year-old says. Well, this was when she wasn't 80. But, I mean, this is, this, is just, this is what, you know, she has such issues with food and weight. So she'd probably be like, oh, my God, the family was stuck at sea for for 38 days you look fabulous <laughs> you turtle look so blood. Gaunt. you look Tur- amazing you look amazing turtle blood and shark meat oh my god who would know i tell you i did you i could only eat half the shark you don't have to eat all the shark you know you can you can take the rest home i only need i only need a bite or two per day don't worry about me give it <laughs> That's to the right. kids that's right my mom is always like i only need a bite that's all i can oh i'm so full i just want a bite Meanwhile, she takes a bite of everyone else's food. That's an incredible story. Isn't that great, and they survived. Yeah. Hey, uh, Roya, guess who's listening now? We have Antigua and Bar Barbuda. <laughs> Is that Barbados? Barbados. I think I, I think I spelled it wrong. It's not Barbuda. It's Barbados. Uh, Is that and your country? Iran is listening. Oh wow! I see, you're one fan in Iran. I think you're. you're you, we should make a calendar for you. We should make you into a calendar girl for Iran. Like every <laughs> month is Roya the Iranian. Right. I could ride a a camel one day, a donkey the other day. <laughs> donkey. <laughs> That's right. You could pretend to uh, chop off the head of a Jew one month. It'd be great. <laughs> that would be a <for> calendar. <laughs> um, and Canada. Hello, Canada. Yay! All right. That's a great story, Roy. I'm it's very great. proud of you. Thank you. That's really now. That's a lighten up story. Mazel tov. You finally, you finally I'm came through. Finally getting it. Like two months in, I'm finally understanding the concept. <laughs> You're finally understanding <laughs> this job. Okay. It takes um, me a while. Okay. What'd you say? It takes me a while. That's right. That's okay. <laughs> hey, listen. So I'm gonna. I we have a. I'm gonna. We have some groundbreaking news 
that I'm going to okay. tell you from from Israel. Groundbreaking. All right. Ooh, OK. Is that the groundbreaking sound? Yeah, that's the groundbreaking music. Um, uh, Tel Aviv University okay. team records plants talking for the first time. Did you hear this? Really? No. Roya, plants, me. plants apparently talk. Well, I know people talk to plants to make them grow and be healthy, but I didn't know the plants talk back. That's right. And that's, am- um, that's amazing. And, and of course, uh, give it to a Jew to uh, uh, to, to discover this. It says here, scientists discover clicking sounds which humans can't hear and which different based on spe- which differ based on different species and types of stress. Wonder what use. I'm screwing this up. I'm sorry. I'm just going to get right into it. It says you know it what, has you're been... dumber from that first story that you that you told. <laughs> so reeling. You're still reeling from that. OK, Start it says over. here it has been known for some time that plants communicate with one another with one another. But Israeli scientists now say they've identified words that have been uh, found in different species of plants, languages, according to groundbreaking new study published Thursday in the prestigious scientific oh. journal called Cell. um it says they are amazing yeah it says they already knew plants communicated but they might change uh it says here they already knew that they communicate but a variety of ways when they are stressed so apparently plants get stressed out especially jewish plants uh (laughs) they might change physically by wilting changing leaf color uh they emit smells um it says one recent study showed that plants can respond to sound by for instance increasing sugar concentration in their nectar to lure pollinators that are making a ruckus nearby so there's like <laughs> there's there's a plant that says oh god i'm sick and tired of these these bugs is making a ruckus i'm going to increase my sugar and everyone get away from me that's actually what they found the plants were saying they were complaining wow. jewish plants do you think humans do that <laughs> Well, I know Jews like do unknowingly, that. unknowingly, like we admit, like, like if you smell, if you have body odor, maybe that's because you just don't want anyone around you. Well, for me, that's just because <laughs> I don't take a shower. Um, but here it says, Roya, it turns out that plants talk in clicks, which sound a bit like popcorn popping. That's amazing. <laughs> it's really fascinating. That. And uh, it says here, uh, basically, really is. what that's they're incredible. finding is the, the plants are like complaining about stress in their life. <laughs> <laughs> what are they stressed about? <laughs> too much sun, not enough sun. Just uh, just too, too much, much ruckus, ruckus around. Ruckus. <laughs> so we we probably bother the plants. Yeah, if I don't like humans. Yeah, I think like uh, like annoying. don't you talk you don't you talk to all the plants in your you have a lot of plants in your house and in your yard. Do you talk to them, Roya? I don't, but you know my son has a lot of plants. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, your son. It's like lover. PetSmart in your son's room. <laughs> It is. It's like pet, a tropical pet smart between plants and pets. Um, but lately, he hasn't been take, He hasn't been interested in them that much. So I've been taking care of them. Maybe I should go talk to them. I think I'm you should. I think it. you should have them listen to the show, and maybe yeah. they they'll be happy. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna replay it for them. You should Something replay new. it for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't be stressed out, plants. Anyway, isn't that fascinating? I love it. That's really incredible. That is incredible. The things you learn on lighten up. <laughs> That's right. So that makes everyone smarter, doesn't it? It does. Absolutely. It makes up for the first um, article that you read about okay. the introvert. All right. I got to talk quickly to some plants and then we'll be back after this messages. Excellent. <laughs>
Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. We're in our third segment, everybody. <laughs> That's my DJ voice. Uh, please welcome Miss uh, Roya, our lovely guest, for people who are just joining us, are my awesome uh, sidekick. Roya, what's oh, going on? Hello, hello. I love how you compliment me so much when oh. you introduce me. Well, of course, you know, <laughs> I have to. My, my favorite only, part of the week. You're my only friend, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, Happy to have that honor. Well, good. <laughs> Um, did you want to uh, start off the show with uh, something, Roy? Because you sure. uh, did you want to? Uh, I, I don't think you can top that shark story, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's here's a bizarre, very bizarre article. So remember last week I found that story about the guy who stuck like two thousand Q-tips in his beard. Yes, I remember. Of course. How can I forget? I've had nightmares. <laughs> he had the world record for a number of Q-tips and combs and light bulbs and all kinds of nonsense so um, so i stumble across this okay uh australian guy creates world's widest wig measuring more than eight feet across so this guy creates a wig he broke the guinness uh guinness world record he created a wig measuring eight feet six inches wide uh, I have a question. Is, who whose head is that for? <laughs> so the biggest head on earth. He's yeah, no, he's got it on his head. So it's on his head, but but it just extends like four feet in either direction. Well, how you but you walk around with this wig, you're gonna start knocking into people. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's so ridiculous. What's the point of it? <laughs> I don't know. To break to break a world record. Hi, right, good day, mate. You lock my wig. Good day, <laughs> mate. Put another yeah, wig so- on the Barbie. This is the best part. The, the, he supported the structure of the wig. It was made with a bike helmet. So he put on a bike helmet on his head and then created this wig on the helmet. He used PVC pipe, pool noodles, cable ties, and aluminum rods to create the wig. It doesn't sound like a wig. It sounds like a weapon. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see him to try to get on for like TSA and get on an airplane with that. You know what I'd like That's to do? Uh, I'd like to get him in that raft boat with that family and throw him <laughs> overboard. <laughs> he would have flo- He would have either floated with his wig or sunk straight to the bottom. Yeah, That's right. eight feet across. People do the strangest thing for like world records. People people have too much time in their hands. This they is really the problem do. with in this uh, year, twenty twenty three, in the twenty first century. We are in the twenty first century, right? You know what? I never understood how the centuries were. Are we? Just <laughs> Roya, this is, understood. you know, our high school, Abington High School, would be so proud of you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I never understood how the centuries work. I know, I didn't. I never understood. Maybe your mom knows. Maybe, well, let's ask her. Is you the know cleaning what woman sh- still there? I was just going to say, we should ask Zay. She might know. <laughs> Zay, the cleaning woman. She probably knows. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, she'd be like, yeah, the centuries, man, all I know is that every century, uh, I hate whitey. <laughs> All right, let's not ask her. <laughs> okay, no, no. Yeah, but this uh, is what people do when they're time. They try to they break these world records that are so silly. Oh, they're so stupid. I know. Um, We're dumber for this story too. This is so dumb. is that the story? Did That's anything the story. happen to him or no? That's the story. 
No, well, yeah, it would have been funnier if he like broke his neck or something because the weight was too heavy. <laughs> it would have been funny if he died. Uh, you know, you're, come on, this is a family show, Roy. Let's not bring it morbid. You like wish death on people. Oh no, that would just been a funny part of the story. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I know he broke the world record. Now he's he's the record holder. My stupid dog won't the shut dog. up. My dog's barking too because I'm having my shutters painted, and the guys yeah. are outside. The ring doorbell keeps going off, and the dog goes nuts. Yeah. Uh, let's welcome Finland and South Africa. Uh, oh. Roya, we're, we're picking up viewers. This is incredible. Oh, I love it. Welcome. Yeah. It's so great. Everyone needs a good laugh on a Monday, right? That's right. So uh, we have a, I have a good story. So you know how, like, last week we mentioned how the left is going crazy in Israel, yes. right? Oh, yes, so, right. So here I found this article. It says, activists invade offices of a think tank behind judicial overhaul. Mm. They invaded the office? Yeah, so it says activists uh -oh. opposed uh -oh. to the government's judicial overhaul on Sunday invaded the Jerusalem offices of the Kohelet Policy Forum. This is a think tank that has played a key role in formulating the contentious legislation. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, I don't even know what a think tank. I don't even know what this is. Do you, you know what a think tank is? It's like people go there and all they do is sit around and think. And they and think, think of ideas. Like that's their job. This is the problem with the world. We don't need more thinkers. Just, just, just live. <laughs> well, don't think. You, don't overthink. Well, you know what? They someone should think about how the centuries work, and they should inform you. <laughs> and let me know, please. Yeah. So <laughs> this this is what's funny. So the activists said that the conservative think tank is advancing an agenda that hurts the rights of women and the LGBT community. So it oh, says yeah. here. People are living in poverty because of you and because of your policies and because of the way you think. <laughs> um, it says uh, you need to deal with the consequences of what you're doing, the activist said. But here's the funny thing. You want to know how they stormed into this place? This is what I find hysterical. It says the protesters initially arrived at the Kohelet office with a bouquet of flowers saying <laughs> – saying that they were bringing a delivery to the organization's management. Like, oh, we're all for the think tank. We brought flowers for you thinkers. Oh, you're kidding. That's, That's right. That's so then when the security guard opened the door, they bursted in to the office and they remained there until police had to remove them. <laughs> so they burst in with their flowers. So the flowers were like a false. They, they That's were there. right. They so weren't even like, this is this is what the left does. They pretend that they like you and bring flowers You're like, oh, here's flowers. We just love what you do. You open the door. Oh, and, the, and you know, and all these. Oh, I love these flowers. They are so beautiful. And they kick in the door and they throw the flowers at the guy's face. And then, you know, I just love how they fooled them by showing them flowers. Showing up with flowers. That's great. We'll have to remember that next time we want to storm in somewhere where we're not welcome. That's right. So when bring they flowers. stormed. They stormed in, and everyone, and then uh, everyone responded by by saying, "Shh, we can't think with all this noise." <laughs> Hi <-o! laughs> uh, It's like the plants; they don't want anyone talking. That's it's right. Do you know how long it took me to get to that joke? <laughs> I spent hours writing that. <laughs> oh, that's good, Stephen. I like it. Thank you. What else? What else you got? What other stories you have for us today? <laughs> uh, okay, what do I got? He uh, told me you had some good stuff. Okay, well, that was like the big one here. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I've had a I have had a, I, had, I had an incredible week. It's very hard to think of lighting up when you're when you're just so happy. <laughs> happy yeah. and in love. In love. I think I think I'm in love. <laughs> Last week you sang to us. That's right. And the the more happy I am, the less funny I am. I need to be I need to be um miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good story. Uh, okay. You'll like this. Um, well, this is not a story. It's really it's the top ten non-Jews that often get misidentified as Jews. I love oh, that. This like is great. People? Yeah, famous people. Uh -huh. um, it goes. Here's the number one. Who would you think would be the number one famous person that would people would think is Jewish, but he's not. He's oh, a singer. God. He's a I singer. Gonna, I was gonna say like Lady Gaga. What? I don't know. No. That's not a, that's not a guy. Hold on. Let me think. I'll just tell you, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't think of it. Okay. You got three seconds. Wait, one. This is the top one? Two. Uh, uh, uh. I don't Forget know. It. I couldn't think. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Okay. Uh, but his name is spelled S-T-E-E-N, not S-T-E-I-N. It's not Springsteen. It's Springsteen. <laughs> Oh, because of his the Stein, the Steen. Steen. Like, his name is Bruce Springsteen, so people think he's Jewish. Can oh, you hear? Okay. He goes, okay. can you hear us? The, the many rock fans who assume that he's Jewish. That's Springsteen stepping stone in old Dutch. His name is Dutch, not oh, Springsteen. <laughs> okay, yeah, not Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Born in the USA, <laughs> I was born in the USA. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. That's what he would sing if he was Jewish. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so he's another... the top. He's the he's top the... one. He's one of them. Here's another one. Okay. Ready? Alan okay. Alda. People think Alan Alda's Jewish. Yeah, uh, I, I assumed he was. Yeah. No, it says his name sounds Jewy. <laughs> <laughs> says uh, he played a brilliant surgeon. He's an ardent feminist and a liberal, and he's married to a Jew. So oh. no wonder people think he's a Jew. <laughs> Now, okay. But he was raised Catholic. He's not Jewish, but he so sure acts like a Jew. Yeah, so he's the opposite. That's right. And here's another one. Milton Hershey. Do you know who that is? Oh, the Hershey, like Hershey um, kisses, like the yeah, chocolate? Hershey chocolate. Hershey's chocolate. Hershey PA, yes. Yeah. Wait, isn't he like anti-Semitic or something, actually? Probably, but who knows? Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone hates the Jews, right? <laughs> uh, so he says, why, would, why wouldn't a self-made uh, man uh, with a name like Milton be Jewish? <laughs> the founder <laughs> yeah, of the Milton. chocolate, the founder of the chocolate empire. He's not Jewish, but Milton, no. Milton's a very Jewish name. Oh, here's a funny one. Yeah. Ready? Okay. Now, this one, I never knew this guy. I knew this guy was never Jewish, but apparently there's people who thought he was. Ringo Starr from the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he was Jewish. Yeah. Um, it says here uh, his birth name is Richard Starkey. <laughs> oh, he was. So he changed it. Now his 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 manager is Jewish. Uh -huh. uh, when the four mop tops arrived in Montreal on the morning of September eighth, nineteen sixty four, they learned from the local press that anti Semites had made death threats against Ringo Starr because. <laughs> Some people <laughs> That's right. Some people decided to make an example of me as an English Jew, recounted the drummer in the Beatles anthology. I guess because his manager was Jewish, they thought he was. He was. Okay. That was stupid. Um, that is, yeah. And they were actually against him. Here's okay. one that everyone thought was Jewish and I thought was Jewish too. You're never going to guess this. Do you know who Ethel Merman is? Yes. She's not Jewish. 
Uh, no, I don't believe it. And her real name is actually a Jewish name. Her real name, she was born Ethel Agnes Zimmerman. Wow. Now, that, that has to be wrong. We no. got to look it up. No, it says <laughs> here. She's, Jewish. It says she was born in New York, but still not Jewish. It says no. here she's a, she's a German Lutheran. Wow. I, she be, I would have... She became an overnight sensation, belting out songs like, I got rhythm, I got style, Ethel Merman, San Francisco. I would have bet, bet she was Jewish for sure. Uh, did you Come ever on. see Ethel Merman in the, in the movie uh, Airplane? She was great. No. All right. It goes mm-hmm. on. Uh, okay. Who else? Oh, wow. It says here, Weird Al Yankovic. Wow. I thought he really? was. It says, it says he sounds like a Jew and looks like one, too. <laughs> <laughs> it says the eccentric church-going musical paradise of Serbian ancestry got his big break with my, I don't know, my baloney, <laughs> a rendering of the knacks. I don't know. It okay. says, uh, uh, oh, yeah, instead of my Sharona, it's my baloney. dun 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 It says. Remember how uh, popular he was? Like when we were like in like junior high remember we actually yeah. listened to that nonsense that's right oh apparently he's Bad. not jewish no i can't believe it i thought for sure he was jewish anyway huh. that's huh. it huh how about that you know who else isn't jewish who else you, you. <laughs> <laughs> we both were thinking the same thing i said yeah, yeah no i'm i'm not jewish that's true <laughs> uh before we uh, finish up the show i want to uh um, do you have anything, Roya? What do you got? I know you got more than uh, you got one more, right? One more. In. I got one more. I do have one more. Okay, I find this funny. Okay. Uh, New York patient takes ambulance for joyride. So this guy, he calls an ambulance. Ambulance takes him to a New York City hospital. Okay. And then when he comes out of the hospital, that same ambulance is sitting there, unlocked, unoccupied, with the keys in the ignition, apparently. So he he took it for a joyride. He stole the he stole the ambulance that took him to the hospital, and he took it for a joyride around New York. Wait a second. <laughs> uh, he he got picked up in an ambulance because he was hurt. Yeah, I don't know why. It doesn't say like what it was, but I guess it was like something. Um, so he was a he was a he was a passenger in the yeah. ambulance as a victim. Right. They get to the hospital, and then he steals the <laughs> ambulance and drives around New York City. Yes. Hi, oh, I love that. Good for him. Isn't that great? And it says the runaway ambulance was finally stopped when state troopers put a tire spiking device on the uh, Hudson River Bridge. Wow. <laughs> on the Mario Cuomo Bridge that spans the Hudson River. So yeah, I guess he was trying like... to get out of New York City. Oh, I wonder what. But what happened? Does it say like why the ambulance initially picked him up? No, so it doesn't say, let's see, patient. I guess he wasn't that sick or anything because he wound up stealing the ambulance and going for a joy <laughs> ride. <laughs> oh my he God. went for he a pro- joy ride. Yeah, he probably faked it just so he's like, you know what? I need to st- – That's. I'm surprised that didn't happen in Florida. That sounds like a Florida man story. I know, doesn't it? But see, the ambulance was tracked by GPS, so that's how they knew where it was. Ah. It says GPS. Uh, he's like, I'm going to pretend that I got stabbed, and then I'm going to steal. I'm going to put ketchup as blood, and then I'm going to steal the ambulance. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. I don't know why I'm doing an old Jewish man <laughs> accent. <laughs> so I liked that story. I thought, oh, wow, this guy's very uh, – he's, he's, 
It's very interesting. Why would you steal the ambulance that took you to the hospital in the first place? But for whatever reason, he thought it was a good idea. So he got arrested, right? Yeah. Yep. So he was arrested. He spiked the tires. Baruch Hashem. Yep. (laughs) Um, All right. So we're going to finish up the show. And I wanted to, like I said in the beginning of the show, I wanted to share some Tavar Torah. You know, uh, lately, the last couple months has been very difficult for me. We all know this. I've shared on the show, going through an awful divorce. My life's been turned upside down. And I just wanted to... You're living with an 80-year-old. Don't forget that. What'd you say? You're living with an 80-year-old. Don't forget that. And I'm living with an 80-year-old, which doesn't make it any better. And (laughs) and I have the the maid who's cleaning around my show, who I had to interview (laughs) just so I wouldn't feel uncomfortable. Zay. Yeah, my name's Zay. Why did I hate your mother? Anyway, <laughs> okay. So moving on. Moving on. Uh, this is what I do. I deflect by using humor to cover up for my uh, uh, insecurities. <laughs> so um, I've learned that in therapy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so really, I want to share with people. So it's very important. I want to just kind of like uh, you know, it's important. We have this platform, and this is uh, you know, Israel News Talk Radio has been great, and they do a lot of serious shows on Torah and Jews and Judaism and Israel. So I just wanted to share something before the Pesach holiday. And something that really saved my life, King David's Psalms, Tehillim, uh, mm-hmm. saved my life. Uh, when I mm-hmm. can tell you that I was just down and depressed, and if it weren't for reading Tehillim constantly, every day, all day, uh, I don't know how I would make it. Now, of course, there were other people like you, Roya, who were very supportive, and, and our producer was good to me, too. Um, but uh, really, Tehillim, my faith played an important part in getting me through this. And um, so I really believe that King David, he wrote these Psalms for me. He wrote he wrote the Psalms for everybody because the beauty of King David's Psalms, his Tehillim, the power of it is that every problem that anyone has in this world, any challenge in your life, it doesn't matter what it is, the problem mm-hmm. is, in, is in the Tehillim and the answer is in there too. King David, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the scholarly warrior, uh, he... He covers every problem that any human can have in this world, and he gives you the answer within the Psalms, and amazing. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is amazing, and it saves my life. You just have life. to look for it, basically. You just have to read it and look at it. So I just wanted to share something, which I'm going to try to do my best to tie it into Pesach, which is Passover. So okay. what I wanted to do, um, I have this book. It's called Growth Through Tehillim. Now, this comes from Rabbi Zelig Pliskin. So I'm not the genius who is who is, uh, you know, analyzing King David's verses. But I just want to talk about real briefly, um, the, uh, you open up the first, uh, first Psalm, the first verse. It says here, I'm just going to read the verse, Fortunate is the man that has not walked in the counsel of the wicked, nor stood in the path of sinners, nor sat in the company of scoffers. Now, you're probably thinking, what does that mean, Stephen? How does that get you out of your depression? Um so I think this this there's a there's a there's a there's a a, a message here for Passover, uh, mm-hmm. but here it first says um, this uh, this chapter uh, and this comes from Rabbi uh, Zelig. Okay, it says this, I'm going to reading from him. This chapter makes a statement about choosing an elevated path of life. So in the very first verse of King David, he tells us, "Don't associate with those who are on the path of evil." Even before we fill our minds with. Torah and God consciousness and spirituality, it's very important to stay away from people who are a bad influence. Now, I think we all have fallen into the trap and we all know Mm -hmm. people, Roya, who are a bad influence on others. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, 
it's uh it's very easy to get sucked into other people's negativity and so king king david is just saying how god and uh, how praiseworthy it is to not surround yourself around negative people and it's very important to stay away from people like that because a lot of people think you know oh i can be around anyone i won't be influenced by the negativity but that's not true because the very nature of human being is to be influenced by thoughts and actions, especially by your friends and your yes. peers. Mm-hmm. And um, Rabbi Zilkin says that your thoughts are who you are. And how true is that? Whatever you think, that's usually what you manifest. Don't you find that, Roya? True, 100%. Yeah. So sometimes it's, you know, mo- it's, it's about changing your mindset. You know, if you exactly. can change your mindset, then you can change things. That's so, right. And and so, that's what yep. the first the first psalm and the first verse, that's what King David is telling us. He's telling you, stay away from negative people, stay away from bad influences. And, and how I relate this to Passover is this. So Passover is uh, uh, where the Jews uh, uh, left Egypt out of slavery. Now, Egypt in, in Hebrew is called Mitzrayim, which mm-hmm. actually means constriction or narrow straits. And basically... Mm-hmm. What it means is basically that we're all in Mitzrayim at some point. There's something in your life that constricts you, that keeps mm. you from uh, being free. So here are some of the things that maybe um, we need to change in our lives this Passover um, that we are a slave to. Uh, so are you a slave to money? People worship money, right? Right. Whole life, yeah. Right. People, yeah. uh, people are uh, a slave to social media and Facebook, right? Oh my yes. God, I, I need, I didn't get enough likes. Nobody loves me. <laughs> Nobody loves me. You know, right, um, right. Some people are a slave to negative people in their lives, and yes. where where you constantly attract these negative people, and then you, you in fact, are negative. And here's the big thing, which really spoke to me. It's and scary. also, you you can be a slave and be in a bad relationship or a bad marriage, and that constricts your life. And then you're truly not free. And I'm certainly an example of that. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Well, you know, because also it just becomes your normal. So you don't even know you're being constricted after a while. That's right. So what is King David saying? He's saying, you know, don't get involved. Stay away from people like that. Don't get yourself involved. And if you want to break free... Uh, and you want to elevate yourself on a higher level, then it's important to break free from the things you're a slave from. So if you're in a bad relationship or a bad marriage that's constricting you, get out of it. If you're around yes. negative people, unfortunately, you got to click unfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so just little uh, inspirational things like that uh, really helped me and get me through my issues and my problems. So I know it's, you know, yeah. not super funny and we're not ending on a huge laugh. <laughs> but, but I think uh, it's a really, it's a great point because we're all slaves to different things. Right. And like, you know, you could be a slave to your phone, your, your, your like your social media. And that's really toxic. You know, um, there's just, there's so much out there that takes your energy and you have right. to, you have to be able to re- recognize it. So this and Passover, so. when all the Jews, when you're at your Seder tables, please think about what are you a slave to and try to break free and get out of your own Mitzrayim, whether it's money or a bad marriage or mm-hmm. maybe negative people or you're, you're surrounding yourself with a bad circle of friends. It's very important for your mental health. And I can yep. guarantee you that once you break free and you are free of those uh, bad things, your life, it, you'll see your life in a whole new perspective. It's true. Well, life is too short to waste it. Right. right. And so if you have to make changes, you've got to you got to make changes. You got to be strong. 
That's right. my that's my Devar Torah. Did you like it? Hi-oh. I loved it. I I'm sure we it. lost hopefully half it. our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully it'll inspire the other half and, well, and hopefully it was meaningful to them. That's it, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a happy, happy Passover, everybody. And we will see you next week, I hope. Shavuot yeah, Tov. Happy, happy Passover. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.